All right, today is day three on our intention walk. Um, sometimes my walks are actual walks, and sometimes it's me pacing because I do a lot of pacing. Um, so yesterday we kind of talked about values, and today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the emergent expression of our values being our intentions and so I'll talk a little bit about intentions today I want to kind of hit on uh, two sources of inspiration on this topic um, one being Tony Burroughs uh, he's fairly I, not fairly, very new agey, um, in his language and the belief system in which he encapsulates this new thought, you know, Lemuria and all that kind of stuff, um, very Blavatsky influenced, I want to say he's a Rosicrucian maybe, anyways, um, he, uh, he has he, he has a book called uh, the Intenders of the Highest Good. He did a book called The Law of Agreements. Um, several books, uh, the Intenders Handbook, which a lot of the things that I'm that I'm going to talk about come from. Um, and then there's also uh, Lynn McTaggart. And uh, she's written several books on intention. The Power of Eight is a really good book on group intention setting. Um, both are really good on group intention setting. Um, her books are going to be very scientific based and uh, whether you agree with her science or not, but from a journalist perspective, whereas he's a hippie. Um, so, uh, to kind of give you two different takes on that. But anyways, so, what I like about Tony's work is that he breaks down a lot of things like we talk about things in the positive or in a life-giving language. You don't say what you don't want, you talk about what you do want, um, you talk about it in the present, um, not in the, the future, as in we want to make, we want to say is it's something that's happening now, it's what I intend, you know, that I am happy, um, not, you know, I intend that I will be happy, because then you'll just be intending that you will be happy, and you never will be happy, because you always will be happy, um, Things like that, uh, we don't name the disease, we only speak to health, and that kind of thing. Um, and I wanted to kind of touch on that a little bit as far as that goes. I, I try to stay away from the positive and negative dichotomy, and try to keep more towards a uh, healthy-unhealthy polarity, more of a natural way of looking at things. I find it that healthy tends to 
kind of do away with that me versus the other kind of, again, a, a dichotomy, duality there, because all of life wants to be healthy. It's kind of universal. Um, even if that healthy is, is a selfish healthy, it still wants to be healthy. Um, so, uh, I try to keep it from that perspective. I don't like to phrase things like he does as in positive so much. So, um, he also has a highest good clause. I've kind of reframed that clause and I'll go over that here in a minute. And what, what it is, is that all of his intentions are to the highest good of all of those involved or whatever, you know, for the highest good of the universe and everyone else. Um, and again, that, the highest, you know, that's part of that positive negative kind of duality thing there. And, uh, and I like to get away from that. And I think, uh, healthy works really well for that. Um, and I, like I said, I'm going to go over my version of that. Um, and then, so like one of the things that Lynn McTaggart talks about is, is that you're not just setting intentions for yourself, but that when you set intentions for others, that it is like you get the same thing back and a lot of times you get it back twofold um and she goes through the science of that that's also something that you see in a lot of esoteric occult writings um neville goddard a he's lumped in with new thought but he's not new thought according to him he says that he came to his knowledge from a different path, which I kind of believe him because he doesn't go into all the Lemuria Atlantis stuff like a lot of the New Thought people do. Um, he seems to be strictly uh, Kabbalist, Manly P. Hall type thing. Um, anyways, uh, he talks a lot about you know, you, you don't want to intend or imagine is what he calls it for someone else. Uh, you know, something that you want, wouldn't want yourself. Um, it's the whole do unto others kind of thing. Um, because, you know, if you send somebody a curse, you're going to get a curse back kind of thing. Law of attraction law, uh, you know, uh, like attracts like, and, all of that mumbo jumbo. Um, I'm pacing today and I'm pacing in the house. I'm also going to be cooking while I do that. Um, cooking is one of my half favorite things to do, um, specifically for others, but, uh, I do enjoy cooking quite a bit. Um, it's kind of my Zen, my Zen time. Anyways, uh, so yeah, you, you, you want to make sure that your intentions are, you know, you're asking for things that you would want yourself. Um, so I, I think what I'm going to do, like, since this is kind of in, in, in my ways, like an audio sigil kind of thing, I'm going to go over a list of intentions that I think, you know, both immediately address specifics in my life at this moment um they also address uh you know 
friends and family, but it also is, is, is it, it's forward thinking, let's put it that way. So I'm going to go through the list today, and then I think tomorrow what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with each one of the intentions and kind of go through each one of them and talk about the, the whole full gist of it. And that way kind of set each day as a sigil kind of thing. And then maybe once I'm done with them all, we'll turn, wrap them all up into a hyper sigil of some sort through this, you know, medium, um, maybe a servitor. I don't know. We'll get there and we'll find out what happens when we get there. We shall see. So I'm going to go through the, the list and I wanted to start with the, so like I said, Tony Burroughs has his for the highest good clause. He also says, you know, it's, you know, stick source, God, you know, Jesus in there, however you want to. It's kind of the intention behind it all. It's kind of the same thing. Um, and I agree with him. The intention behind it all is kind of the same thing. But I also think, too, that uh, a lot of us are distracted by language. So I think by being good distractors with our language helps us kind of get people into the same vibe as us, into that same emotional state as us. Um, so it's not that I'm saying that language is or isn't important, but it is a useful tool, let's put it that way. Um and so I've got it here. Let's see here. So instead of the highest good clause that he has that's inserted into all of his uh, intentions, I'm going to replace that with my own clause. I call the healthy relationship clause. And, and I intend that all my intentions are manifested through, create, heal, and sustain healthy relationships and healthy communities. Alright, so all of my intentions, all of them, are all created through, manifested through, they create, they heal, and they sustain healthy relationships. So, out of the sea of infinite possibilities... The direction that I want to go in my life is that I want all of my needs met, all of my manifestations, all of the things that I bring into my life come through channels that either are, that create, that heal and or sustain healthy relationships and healthy communities. So, and, and in talking about this, what I'm going to do is I guess I, I, today I'm just going to go through this one and then I'll go through the list over the next few days until we get them all. Um, cause I can spend some time talking about this right here. Um, like I said before, I think that healthy relationships kind of takes us away from the, the duality thing. Um, it is still part of a polarity, mind you. Um, but it is a spectrum and not just a simple black or white kind of thing. Some things are healthier than others. 
Um, and I think that by choosing to look at our values in life through a lens that is more along the lines of healthy versus unhealthy, we, I, I mean, we circumvent a lot of, a lot of fucking arguments because we're no longer talking about right or wrong. It's not about whether we're right or wrong, but whether or not we're healthy or not. It doesn't matter whether what you believe is right or wrong, but is it conducive to a healthy environment around you? So believe what you want to believe, but, uh, you know, have the opinions that you want to have, but let's have a healthy environment. Let's have healthy relationships. How do we do that? I think it changes the conversation in a way to where you can have conversations with people that you disagree with. You can have conversations with Christians, with atheists, with, you know, Republicans or Democrats, because you're no longer talking about, you know, which policy is right. Which, which policy is, you know, lives up to my beliefs or not. But literally, which policy is the most conducive to healthy relationships? And, you know, we can get into the conversation of what is healthy. Um, and that's a conversation that I think we should be having rather than am I right or am I wrong? Um, because the more we pay attention to what's healthy, the more that will grow in our lives. You know, there's a saying within hypnotherapy and NLP, it's, uh, uh, where your attention goes is what grows or something along those lines. Uh, energy flows where attention goes. There's all different kinds of ways of saying it, but <clears throat> If you start paying attention to what's healthy in your life rather than what's right or wrong in your life, I think we would start having all kinds of different conversations that we're not having right now. Um, but you know, that's how we learn this thing. So, yeah, basically as an overarching theme on all of my intentions, um, and, you know, I'm just kind of go through a go through a, a, a bare bones kind of a list of it. The, I've got, uh, you know, I want to get a bigger house because the one we're in is tiny. Um, got uh, some legal issues I'd like resolved. Um, a, another SUV or truck for the, for the family. Um, you know, some, some things to do with getting our needs met financial things, um, issues, uh, dealing with, uh, intentions with my kids, um, intentions with my partner, um, intentions with friends and family that are close to me and, and then intentions for my, you know, greater, the greater community that I exist within. Um, and so I guess what we what we can do is, you know, after today, like I said, I'll go through each of the rest of those intentions as, you know, I guess you, like children of the main intention of healthy relationships and healthy communities. Um, and 
as we flesh each one of these out, like they, again, like I said, they become audio sigils of some sort for me. Um, and then your attention adds to them as well. Uh, and uh, so let's see what happens and keep, you know, pushing into this, talking about it each day and going over them. And once I get all of the intentions set up, then I'd like to start setting up a, you know, a way to where we can do each of our uh, intention setting sessions, you know, blah, uh, whatever these things are called, podcasts or whatever it is, um, <clears throat> that we can set our intentions um, <clears throat> but we can use, <clears throat> rather than going through each one of them, because that would take all day, um, we, we, you know, have a hyper sigil of some sort that we can, you know, that we can intend through, um, from that point on and, uh, you know, start create, you know, using this to create a new story that involves all of these intentions and, and, and see how they play out. And, uh, you know, new intentions will come along and, you know, if we, if, if, if anybody's out there listening, you know, we can intend together. Thanks for listening. I'll probably, uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow.